guys, what's going on? Welcome to IVG podcast number 64. I'm Nash. I'm Gagan. And I'm Sam. And today, as you can see, the three of us are back again. Yeah. After a week of absence. Right. And uh, yeah, I think, dude, like, pretty much everyone is still talking about cyberpunk. Yeah, so I didn't miss anything, right? I mean, <laughs> it's the same topic. I mean, you have, you have played the game, so you're missing out on the game. But other than that, I think, yeah, you're not missing anything. That's happening in the game. Dude, I mean, come on, man. You know, I have it on the Xbox and I'm not going to play it on that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just ruins shit for me, man. I'm just going to be hanging on and wait till it no man skies itself. And then, yeah, then I'll probably look at it. But it's actually apparently quite playable on Series X and PS5. I mean, I'm sure the the bugs and glitches are there, but uh, yeah. But yeah, right I now, I got a One X, <laughs> so yeah. Right now, yeah. Right now, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you know what? Not to do. I mean, not to discuss the same thing that's done to death by everyone. But in your opinion, how long do you think the game's actually gonna take to become like? a high quality kind of product like don't get me wrong like it is playable and people are playing it and enjoying it the game <clears throat> sorry but like to get rid of the bugs to get rid of all the stupid fucking shit that you know like that's basically become a meme at this point how long do you guys think it's going to take like 6 months so i've been playing the fair so on on console it's a disaster right now so <laughs> yeah. i was trying to do right. something which 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 wouldn't last for long anyways but i was what i was trying to do is i was trying to play the game concurrently on ps4 pro and pc and different character life path everything on both and i i thought i wanted to see how long i could go playing on both but that came to an abrupt end when my console kept the game kept crashing on the ps4 literally every time i would start a new story mission uh, the, the the cut scene would begin and the game would crash and even even without that uh, the game has like lots of bugs and glitches on the console the uh, load times are excruciatingly long uh, so about 15 hours in i have just given up on the ps4 version and i'm playing it on entirely on pc and on pc dude i'm not noticing bugs at all like you like you do see some clipping issues every now and then but i'm not i mean after the 1.04 fix right not, not only has it like removed most of the bugs but it's also improved performance for me so now i'm even though i'm playing at 1080p i mean i'm able to get 60 fps on a combination of medium and high settings uh, so i mean i'm i'm actually really enjoying the game so i don't think there's lots to fix i think now it's a matter of whether you like what they've done with the game because stuff like how the ai is how the pedestrians keep looping in animations right. how how traffic just disappears behind you when there's a tra- when there's a traffic jam and all that kind of stuff that's not a bug that's just the way they built the game and that's lazy as hell but that's the way the game is built so if that's what you're expecting to change that's not going to change uh, so right now i think it's pretty much there on pc so yeah i mean i'm just waiting for it to reach a point where it might be probably as playable on a console a, pro- a new console not the one of the not my current one x of course that it is on the pc even in the current level on the pc like there may be some bugs and all that but yeah something that you can live with and continue to play with but in its current form it's just a mess man so I, that which is why i'm completely avoiding it and i think i'm going to give these guys a little more time man rather than just playing it right now and hating on it i might as well just give them some time to get their shit together get give myself time to get the series x and then play it once it gets the enhanced edition probably with all the next gen features so yeah Yeah, that's going to be sometime next year only i think yeah, the, I'll the, wait. I'll the, wait. the native series x and ps5 versions yeah. yeah dude i know i i know that 
you and a bunch of other guys on IVG are kind of really enjoying this game and that's awesome. But, you know, I think even with the bug fixing, I don't think I'm going to go back to this game, dude, because it just kind of put me off. Like, you know, the, the, the combat, the dumb fucking friendly AI, the, you know, just the lifelessness of this of the world. It just, I don't know, man, like, it's not something I'm, I'm just feeling at all. Is it like Outer Worlds by any chance? Um, <laughs> dude, in fact, it, um, in fact, Outer Worlds, dude, honestly, Outer Worlds, the thing is that this game obviously coming, I mean, not to sound redundant, you know, was a victim of its hype because now you want to explore the world, right? That that Outer Worlds, I never give a fuck about the game world. I just used it as an excuse to go from A to B and shoot shit. But with Cyberpunk, like, I'm, I'm waiting to kind of get immersed in in the world like i'll give you an example whenever i play a gta game or any open world game i like walking on the road i like taking in the sights and the sounds i like kind of immersing myself if that makes sense um but with this game that immersion is just broken like and i and like sam said i think even when they fix bugs and they fix normal glitches this immersion never coming back for me that's number one and secondly from someone like me um combat i'm not feeling it even though a lot of people are saying that dude combat does get better like it just doesn't feel karak enough for me so i don't know if it's gonna uh, someone like me would come back to the game and like me i'm sure there are a lot of people who have been kind of turned off uh, at the same time there are far more people who enjoy the game it's just a kind of a bummer dude like so sam tell, like, tell us like, about like the character you're, you're playing like are you doing that much combat are you talking more you're, i mean you're Haan, so that's what we were we were discussing before the game came out that you know he was saying yeah. nash was saying that you know he wants a more combat heavy experience and i'm like dude i want to so, so basically i play rpgs on easy because i don't give a shit about the combat yeah i just want the story so that's 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 the way i play these games so for me my approach is always uh, i mean there isn't much that you can do so what i've realized unfortunately in this game is that you can't resolve too many things through conversation in this game so you do have to get your hands dirty whether you want to go to through combat you want to do it through stealth you want to do it through hacking but but i have chosen that that route i don't do combat as much as like if i can avoid it i choose to to go stealth and you i use hacking so that's where i've invested a lot of my my upgrades into hacking and uh, and all of that so uh, so i i chose two, two different life paths on pc and console on on console i had chosen the street kid life path and i had chosen a male character on the pc which is now which i'm playing i'm playing on only now is i chose a female character and i chose the nomad life path and i'm finding that much better in fact i feel uh, this game is much better as a female character because the voice acting is better and uh, yeah generally i think i, I i'm enjoying it of course it plays better on pc as well but yeah i, th- I think I, this is the much better choice than the male and street kid option interesting but uh, yeah get, getting back to the actual point of what uh, it what is going on with this game right now it's apparently so broken on the ps4 and people are having such bad experience getting refunds for it that now sony has pretty much pulled the complete game out of the the online store so the PSN store. So now, uh, yeah, is this I mean, the first time something rough. like this has happened, though. I think it is. Like I had thought, No Man's Sky also had got pulled, but apparently it didn't. Because even No Man's Sky had got a lot oh. of flack when it first came out yeah. after all the hype. Yeah, for sure. But this is the next level because this had sold. This is sold eight million copies before launch, and I'm assuming it was more like consoles were more more than PC. These are the platforms that are worst affected by it, and so. Uh, I think Sony, 
I don't know if it works the same way as Steam, where I think Steam you play two, three hours and then you can't refund. I think anymore. four hours. Okay. Six hours or something, yeah. So yeah, apparently people who had played the game or streamed the game at all. And the thing is that a lot of enthusiastic gamers would have just streamed the opening first hour or streamed the character creation and everything of the game. And uh, eventually, like, they did not manage to get their refunds because of the store policies. Now, I'm not sure that after pulling the game, if Sony is giving store refunds, I think it is. Giving a yeah, so now it's giving now it's giving no questions asked. If you bought the game on on PlayStation Store, uh, you can get the refund no matter how much you played and all of that. It's so, good because they need to own up to the fact that somebody greenlit the game from Sony's side without actually playing it. So no, I don't think this is on Sony, dude. Because the certification doesn't take into account uh, how the game is in terms of quality. If the game didn't crash for the certification, and, and see, and it passed on Xbox as well, so I think the certification criteria isn't that isn't that high. If yeah. the game is if game plays, and even now, if you boot the game up on PS4, you can easily go an hour in the game without noticing anything game breaking. You're talking about PS4 Pro, though. Get, I mean, like PS4 Pro. Yeah, base PS4. PS4 is like a shit show right from the start. It's a shit show in terms of frame rates, and that's not something Sony is going to pull up a game for. That's on the developer to optimize it. But if it's playing and running, I think that's the that's the minimum criteria it needs to be needs to meet. Dude, some of the, some of the shovelware also that's there on PS Store and all, dude, that's far worse than what Cyberpunk is. <laughs> they don't get into the quality and subjective aspects of game before certifying it. It's about is the, does this game run? Does it keep crashing? Then if not, then they'll certify it. And and yeah, the game does crash. It, it's crashed for me at least some six, seven times so far. Mm. Uh, but for, but much after the first two, three hours of the game. So I think it, I think the bugs that there are, are there could have passed certification. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, glad that Sony is actually doing this. Now, let's see if Microsoft also follows suit to this or not. In fact, Microsoft has actually been damn good about the way they're being because uh, unlike Sony, where you have to only rely on, like you, you have to rely on uh, the system itself to give you a refund with the Xbox, you can actually talk to the the customer service reps and 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 they'll actually help you with the refund. Dude, so you know actually, what? actually human intervention. People people say that they have had good experience with that, but I've always had a shit experience with that. The most recent one being when I just picked up my Xbox One X. Uh, this was like a couple of years back. I uh, was looking at like the games with gold available that month and I just got the gold uh, live service. So that time Assassin's Creed, the first Assassin's Creed was available as a games with gold but in the backward compatibility mode and it was playable on the xbox one uh, x as well so when i went to buy it it showed me a price and i was like well i'm already in my account and my account shows that it's in gold so maybe that price would not be uh, reflected on me but they did charge me for that damn thing and they refused to give me a like refund even when i asked for it like that human interaction did not work no, in fact, I had very good experiences when I had bought that whole, you know, th- uh, three years of uh, Xbox Live Gold to convert to Game Pass. And for some reason, it wouldn't convert. And so I was I was on chat with these guys and they went out of the way to f- help me find ways I can do it. Like, you know what, go to bestbuy.com, buy a US Xbox Live code, put that in. And then after so many days, try it again, it'll work. So they really helped out. And even when like even on Windows, like when I had done the Windows 7 to 10 upgrade and for some reason it didn't show up for me, like they, they actually activate the Windows for me, no questions asked. Yeah, Windows works perfectly fine. Ah, oh, well, I still like the consoles though. Yeah, but I think, I think generally, uh, like even on the forums, I've been seeing uh, the game has, it, like the like people are divided about it. I mean, those who've invested like 15, 20 hours, hmm. uh, 
I mean, obviously they've had to wade through the bugs and or whatever to get there. But I think once you've got into it, I think there's a really good game there because, uh, and again, it's not in the core gameplay; it's in the story and in the characters. And even the dialogue is pretty is pretty cringe a lot of the time. But the actual the way the the quests are designed and the character the depth that's there to the characters is actually pretty cool. Interesting. Uh, so that's why that's what's keeping me in the game and. Uh, and you know, even though, even though, like, if you actually step out of your car and you go into the streets, it's actually not. There's nothing there to it. There's not much depth to it. But, but the actual, like, you know, I really love just driving around really slowly in the city because you know this is the kind of game. If you drive fast, it's just it becomes a blur. Hmm. But when you, but when you're just cruising through the city and there, there's some really cool music in the game. I mean that it, it really the atmosphere really, it really, it really clicks together. And yeah, even though the world is not that big, what I've heard is that uh, they put in a lot of detail in every aspect of it. Like every nook and cranny looks very different from the other parts and all that. Like there are not a lot of repeated textures and not a lot of repeated things and all that. So even if you go up close and examine everything, you will see that they have detailed it. Yeah, I think the architecture is very distinctive. But I think once you go closer, like especially uh, the indoor parts, a lot of it is copy-paste. Ah, uh, okay. Which you'll only notice if you put 20, 20, 30 hours into the game. Oh, okay. uh, but it's not it's not, it's not, not that much that you feel like, oh, this is lazy. Uh, th- that laziness comes in other aspects of the game where you see the animation of the pedestrians. The AI has no depth to it whatsoever. <laughs> you can't, like if you walk up to an NPC and try to talk to them, it's just that one line they'll keep repeating. Uh like you know, it's not, it's not a Red Dead uh, sort of immersion you get from the yeah. world. It's 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 very you very. You don't even have to go Rockstar level. You know, something as simple as Mafia had a city that was not supposed to be interacted with, but even that city didn't feel as dead and window dressed to me as the one in Cyberpunk. The Mafia first game. Yeah, the I mean the remaster. remaster, the remaster. Very Yeah, but that again is. I mean, it's not only open world game. It's, it's a linear open world. Yeah, game. but what I mean to say is that the city. Game. At least didn't give me that vibe, you know. Like I still felt like, okay, it's kind of around me. Like the city is living, breathing around me. I choose not to interact with it. That's the thing with this game, dude. Like I'm not. It feels like it should have been a linear game, like Deus Ex, with a hub, and that would have been sorted, dude. That would have sorted my weird fucking OCD out with this game, you know. Actually, if what I realize is, is playing it that way is the best way to enjoy it. Like, I uh, I don't, like, like, you can't go looking for something that, oh, in this alley, something cool will happen. That that doesn't happen in this game. Uh, it's like, okay, you there's a marker there, you go to the marker and, and you might, it might be a fun side quest or whatever. Like, everything is marked, the question marks here, there's various icons here and there. And that's the way you play the game. Like, it's not the kind of game you'll explore and, and stumble upon something. I haven't seen anything like that in this game. Which is and, and another thing is that what uh, what you just mentioned a while back, I did notice that, that a lot of the guys who are enjoying the game are enjoying it because of the story and not the combat and the gameplay. So they're playing mm-hmm. it kind of passive, which definitely means that the gunplay is fucked across the board. Like I feel either consciously or not, people are just abstaining from the gunplay. Because dude, I played a lot of shooters in my life, like a lot. And this one just felt like complete fucking ass. Like I was like, dude, there's no way. I'm also, it, that sucks because even if even even though I don't enjoy combat, uh, the stealth is not that well done that you can actually but like the stealth some... is shit, dude. Like I've played, like yeah. I said, I played five hours, not as much as you. But every time I tried to be stealthy, I was just detected. And okay, I put maybe one or two points in the skill tree, and it was like weird, you know. 
Yeah, so in most parts, uh, like a combination of stealth and the quick hacks, which you, with which you can hack uh, like cameras and you can like you know like uh, like damage your enemies from a distance. Like usually in most in most cases, you can get by with that. But there are some like you know proper bases which are like swarming with enemies. Yeah, right. And it's only a matter of time, like halfway in there, something will happen where you will pop out of cover when you don't want to and someone will spot you. So then you eventually have to go into combat. You don't have an option there. Eventually, you combat is not like you can't avoid combat. You have to. So I would have also preferred it if like how Fallout had done, because see, Fallout on its own has fucking garbage combat and that you can see in 76, Fallout 76. But. You enjoyed Fallout 3 and 4 because of VATS because it made it a lot more fun, you know. Like if this game had like a VATS-ish ability uh, from the get-go, which allowed me to slow time down, cause some dismemberment, I could have seen myself enjoying the game a lot more because on its own merits, dude, it cannot stand. Like the gunplay... I believe there are I believe there are some perks that allow that slow, that slow time yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, I'm sure there will the be also. I saw that in one of the trailers. But it's again, it's something I have to unlock, right? Like VATS was there from level one for me and 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 that's the thing with this game like why is the game why do i have to invest so much in the game like assuming i spent like assuming i paid three thousand rupees for the game and then after that on top of that someone saying that no no you have to invest 20 hours only then will you actually see the meat of the game i feel that's fucking bullshit dude like the game should respect the player's time also you know Dude, but that's what you. But I assume that that's pretty much what comes with the territory, right? If you wanna, if you wanna, if you want a deep hundred hour game, like you won't get everything within the first two three hours. You're gonna definitely. have to invest that time. I, de- like even the Witcher, the Witcher had like okay, so it started out well, and then there were periods of lull where you had to kind of drudge through a lot of stuff to kind of get to the next good part. So, yeah. That's, that's the thing is that own. see the thing is that it's I completely understand that this is how RPGs are and this is how RPG goes. But RPG, I mean, this is again it's a personal issue, right? But every RPG has some hook. The ones that I've played and really enjoyed, like Witcher, dude. From from minute one, I was hooked because the gameplay was nice. And even in Witcher, the combat wasn't like that awesome as a lot of people know. But there was something about that game that made me just like boom. I was there from the first minute. You know, Skyrim. I was there from the first minute. This hmm. fucking game, like, bro, after five hours also, it's just like, and and it's not just me. Like, I know a lot of other guys, like Nikhil, like Bully Smasher, he played the game like half an hour. And he said, bro, I can't do this anymore. And he plays like <laughs> space simulators, which require a lot more patience, you know. Um, I have hmm. another friend of mine. That guy is like an RPG maniac. Exactly, exactly. And he is the guy who always told me to get into RPGs. Like, bro, you got to play RPGs and all. He plays and- some really geeky shit, dude. Exactly, right? He played, I think, even turn-based RPGs. Yeah, he plays the Divinity and all those other <laughs> games. So then obviously, you don't like, there's something... I mean, it's working for some people. Um, and it's, it's it's working, like, like completely oppositely hard for other people where it's, like, really putting people off. It's super divisive, dude, this game. Okay, let me ask you guys one question. So, would you rather play this or play Watch Dogs, the third one that just came oh, out? Dude, any day I'll play Watch Dogs, bro. Any fucking day. I kind of expected you to say that. Sam, what about you? This. Huh. And, and I, I actually was looking forward to Watch Dogs more than neither of you. But dude, now that I'm into this game, dude, I'm, forget Watch Dogs. I'm not playing Pez. Like, I don't go two days without playing Pez. And right now, whenever I have an hour free in the day, no matter what time it is, I just I just fire up this game. So what is this big I, I, hook that you find in the game for you? Dude, actually, funnily enough, since we were talking about it, I, this game actually gives me a lot of Sleeping Dogs vibes. No, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm telling no. you. I'm telling you. Dude, 
once you see there are actually parts there japan town china town there are fixers who are like there's an entire tiger tiger claw gang that's there in the game so there are these kind of asian sort of segments and areas and dude and with the whole it's got a very hong kongish uh japan vibe to the city as well so so you know there are parts of parts of the game especially with the music with the with the characters uh the game the game is nothing like it but just 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 the vibe and the, the kind of the the environments the, like when you're in chinatown or japan town it's it just gives me that sort it reminds me of sleeping dogs i mean the game is not, nothing like it but yeah interesting but yeah it's it's for me it's definitely the characters and it's definitely the quest uh, because i am now on pc about 35 hours in and i still don't know what what the story has in store and that's a good thing like in some games like it telegraphs what's going to happen like two hours five hours from down the line but here there's twists and turns where uh, i don't know what's going to happen next and the cool thing is that it could go either way because i don't think it's a very linear story either uh, so that's what's also keeping me hooked because it's currently i don't know what's like what's next in the game and that's a very cool feeling to have okay so what we can derive is that if you have a gaming pc then yes it could be worth a shot for you but if you're on console and you're planning to play this game on console do not do it right now until they really get their shit together so you know let if let, you have a pc and you have the time to invest the first 10 hours or whatever to actually see that for it to open up and give you and that and also if you have a semi decent pc like a lot of gamers they don't have new so first first 10 hours is actually not bad for any rpg what is it that makes it such a major drudgery in this one not not for him for me yeah but I, as in like why why is that such a big disclaimer because no, 10 hours because is nothing in an rpg so so basically uh i don't want to spoil anything but you don't meet the really interesting characters and the and the really co- really cool quests don't open up until you get into uh beyond the first act and the first act is kind of the first i would say 5 5 to 10 hours depending on how many side quests you do oh. uh so only after that first act does the game really throw the really cool stuff at you so you need to put in that time uh to 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 see that and weirdly like unlike um what happened to sam like none of the characters worked for me Like, you tried all three? No, I mean I'm talking about the game characters like oh. especially like your main guy who's there with you all the time he's just fucking annoying and he annoys me in more cuz he keeps coming in my way like a dumb bitch when I'm trying to fucking fight so that pisses me off. I'm like you know fucking then I tried to kill him I couldn't kill that stupid bitch. Then the fucking AI glitched on me and I was just like ah Jackie Wells the 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 big dude yeah the guy who you yeah. meet the first yeah your first contact and even the other characters and all like i get the vibe they're going for but it's not my scene dude i'm i'm not a big fan of the whole cyberpunk genre in, in general so obviously that's like a big thing from my side that's a stupid issue because it's called cyberpunk i should expect which is that. funny which is funny because you know i i don't like fantasy stories and settings but i love dragon age origins i don't like sci-fi but i'm loving cyberpunk so like what i've realized is that the setting is secondary but within that setting if they can make the characters and the stories cool like i can still i can still kind of enjoy it so like looking at it from the surface i wouldn't have enjoyed a game that had so much of hacking and so much of uh, did you play dsx the the reboots 
No, I didn't. You should, dude. For this is exactly for, like that. For this, very, for this very reason that I'm not into, uh, into sci-fi. and all that stuff. Like even Mass Effect, I had to force myself to actually finish. Dude, Mass I actually Effect played that game twice. Once in full aggro mode and one in full passive mode. That's the, and, and that's why I was excited for uh, Cyberpunk because I thought I'm going to actually be able to do that in this game. Play the game like psycho aggro and then play the game like full stealthy. But you know, one thing that I really like about this game, like you know, all RPGs have they have the they have a romance option, right? right. Uh, with characters. The thing, the thing that I don't like about I didn't like about Mass Effect and BioWare is like it's like a laundry list of things you need to do. <laughs> Whereas in Cyberpunk, you don't you never know what's going to happen with a character to to them to like you or not like you. It's and it's it's very subtle the choices that you have in in dialogue and I, I think that's really cool and that really like you know usually in in, in like in, a, in like in a Mass Effect or a Dragon Age game I start skipping dialogue <laughs> after a while you are actually kind of have to actually read and listen to what they're saying and answer accordingly because it because it's very subtle the differences and how the character can change their sort of demeanor towards you and I think that's very cool so, okay. so this is. The, this is where this is where the game really kind of shows its quality, but again, this is stuff that that you don't look forward to in an RPG. You want the you want the you want the combat and you want the action. Whereas for me, this is what kind of draws me to the game. So writers did their job well, but like the rest of them, maybe not. So writers, as in the guys who wrote the quest and the characters did it well, but the dialogue is fucking crap, dude. The dialogue is damn cringe most of the time. <laughs> and in fact, in fact, the male voice acting is so bad. I'm so glad I'm playing with the as a female character on PC because the male voice acting is horrible, dude. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wooden. Like, you know, no, it's not, not even wooden. It's like, you know that, you know that JRPG English voiceover, like ham, it's like that. Okay. Well, I just played Final Fantasy a couple of months back. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be right at home with this if I even pick it up right now. But, yeah. Maybe not the newer one, but at least the older JRPGs, you know, when they did English dubs and they were so over the top, it, it reminds me, it reminded me of that. Oh, the Final Fantasy 7 one was like really over the top. And there were a lot of like, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> for, for every reaction, every reaction would come with a sound effect. Huh? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so well i think i think but yeah no, there's one thing is there is is these guys are not walking away from this whole issue oh yeah definitely not clean like they've, dude, they've, dude, they've done a massive hit to the reputation okay. like no matter like dude there might be like lawsuits against them for this shit the one thing that i realize is that you know we like we often like talk shit about rockstar but this kind of makes me appreciate rockstar yeah, in a sure, whole dude to a whole other level because with the open worlds that they make of course they're not as dense as like as the, as night city and the, and all of that but dude like they just do shit right hmm. i mean after this game like nothing come, comes close to what, to what a rockstar game can pull off you know it's weird that you bring that up because i was actually toying with reinstalling gta 5 just to experience the city <laughs> dude i was like yeah. hmm, should i fuck with that right now Right. Did that game receive any new gen updates? It's supposed to, but it's I gonna don't get to twenty twenty six. Right? Yeah, I think I have the like PS version sitting with me in my drawer, but yeah, I'm not going to get a PS five anytime soon. So I think I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Like they are the master, dude. In fact, weirdly, um, some guys have put up videos about comparing some things in Cyberpunk side by side with the GTA video with with GTA five. Everything from like. AI to animation to physics to mm. uh, you know pathfinding and obviously in every aspect like GTA has this game beat. I know it's not a valid comparison also, but 
you know it's just does it have ray tracing <laughs> what does it have ray tracing i'm sure the next gen update will get ray tracing in gta dude if gta 5 gets ray tracing then damn dude <laughs> they never going to let the game die at night los santos anyway looks so fucking good dude so with ray tracing it'll just look like next level good yeah they definitely never going to let that game die But yeah. I think this is the, this is the only game I think ever that is that has launched across three generations of consoles. Which one? GTA Five. Dude, Dude PS3, Skyrim. PS4, PS5. Skyrim. PS5. 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 No, but Skyrim is coming, right? I mean, they're doing some next-gen updates on Skyrim. No. Didn't they do that? Didn't they announce that? They're, they're Dude, getting... That game has stopped getting support like years ago, like official support. Huh. GTA is like a train that doesn't stop, dude. Like <laughs> GTA is all about online now, dude. They only make a GTA six now after the money they're making from online. Which is a bummer, dude. Because I was hoping for like a nice old school like fucking GTA game, dude. Yeah, but uh, like you were saying, like like CD Projekt is going to get a massive like like reality check after this. It's game. also a lot of this uh, blowback has got to do with how they treated reviews. You know that was really fucking sketchy, which we discussed in last time's podcast. Also, um, they kind of held like certain reviewers hostage by saying that oh, only play this version and only do this, and there's no footage. I mean, who the fuck does that, dude? But you know, also, I mean, you 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 gotta you you gotta also like. Like put uh, the reviewers on the spot here. You can't just blame CD Projekt. Like if you know that a publisher is is withholding a co- the console version of a game from you, that's a red flag, dude. And I get that this is the biggest game of of uh, you, the last you know three four years, is, right? Like and everybody has to get a review. Yeah, exactly. They they lose so much traffic because of that. I'm not saying there's rights or wrongs here, but I would say CD Projekt is more to blame because they kind of strong arm these guys into strong arm these guys into doing this shit. Because no reviewer or YouTuber or content creator would miss up any opportunity to create content on Cyberpunk when he knows if he fucks up, if he's not getting that scoop out, dude. There's like fifty other guys who could fucking get that. But here's the thing, right? The reason they they withheld the console version is because the employees of the company get their bonuses if the game gets a ninety percent on Metacritic, right? Right. And so when you withhold the console version and give only the PC version out, it's it's a higher chance of you getting those reviews. So if if I'm an IGN, I would just say, okay, you know what? You're not giving me the console version, then, I, then I'm not giving you a score yet. Do that. Get your coverage out. Don't give it a score. Review in progress. Yeah. If they are playing that game that oh I want ninety and so I won't give you the console version, say okay you give me PC only, I won't give you a score yet. You can do that. But normally so, they do that for games like this reviews in progress. They usually do it for live for live service game which are like online all or even online. Big, I think very, dude and also as far as I know review codes only went out like couple of days ago or at least a week ago at best before launch right and no no big guys had it like at least ten days oh. before release and that's enough time to review Cyberpunk. Like if you like if you're going to review that game, then then that's your that's that's all you're going to do for ten days straight. So you can get the game done in ten right. days for sure. So I think I think the media takes a big bit of the blame. Dude. Like like I've been it, I've been there. Look, dude, there was a time when I actually sat at Milestone's office to review a game. I didn't have the game for myself. Yeah. But the thing is that, bro. Even I've I've done those things. Remember, we had said that uh, I told you how guys wanted good reviews because they were giving me a quote. So I just said no thanks to the quote. But I feel the dynamics have changed since then a lot. Like today, content creators are in a much different position than we were. You know. Uh, no. Also, if if I have a game and I, and I don't get my review out on day one, it's like after day one, traffic for reviews drops sharply. Like no one wants to read reviews after 
the after the game is out because then there are people playing it on youtube people are streaming it everything so even more so that these publications who get the game early they want to make sure they get their game out on embargo so it's like a catch 22 but i guess when everyone's kind of relying on you to for your judgment on a game you need to also be fair to your audience you can't just be about what's going to get you the most views, by the right? way my bad i just read up that skyrim has a mod that lets it run in 60 fps on xbox series x it's not a official update there's no official support as far yeah, as yeah, i remember yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a mod anyhow so yeah i mean like it no it is a shit situation and honestly a lot of uh, you know you know we've seen situations in which uh, like publishers are giving away codes to reviewers only if they guarantee a positive review and even when they're actually distributing these codes they have these conditions that you know only if you can guarantee us a positive review that we'll be giving you these codes otherwise we'd rather target somebody else who will so a lot of guys like lose out on the chance of getting that day one traffic or day one whatever likes and views and everything on their channels because they don't uh, give it a positive score so it puts them in a shit situation because this is pretty much their bread and butter at the end of the day we've been told i recently as 2 3 months ago that look we're going to give you code but if you don't do this and this by on launch date we won't give you code for the next game exactly it happens uh, man. i mean it's a very shit situation it's, it's, not, it's not even like like wink wink on the phone call or something it's actually on official mail yeah. that you know we're going to give you code to this game early if you don't do this, this and this on launch date or when embargo lifts then the next game that's coming out in 2 months no code for you Well, yeah, I mean, it is a shit situation, and honestly, I mean, it, it, it's better if they just give out the code on after the game has released and like hold back on that. I'd rather have them do that than actually put these kind of terms and conditions on the review because that just does not work. As the years have passed, I've realized that get reviews don't hold that much value anymore. Like as it is, half the half the people who read them, like people don't read reviews anymore. They don't have the they don't have the attention span to read stuff. Uh, the ones who do, half of them are skeptical because they think that you've been bought out by the publisher or you're biased in one way or the other. And so I'm like, you'd rather do some other coverage of the game than do a review because that doesn't hold much value anyways nowadays. And and now the kind of games that come out, you only know what the game is like once it's actually launched because a lot of yeah. the games that have so much. and functionality they have day one patches they have multiple patches post day one uh, you don't know what a game really is like until a week or 10 days after its launch so what's the point of a pre-release embargo review it doesn't make sense anymore like you know cyberpunk is a completely offline single player game but still you only know what the game is like actual actually like 10 days after it's launched right and it's also a cautionary tale against doing pre-orders on games now i mean like you know games like cyberpunk can fuck up from from a developer that could do no wrong and things like that and come on man i mean like you know be smart about your money no, don't pre-order shit i said shit. when i have to buy games i never pre-order i have learned exactly. my lesson years ago no matter what the fucking game dude even the latest cod game i didn't pre-order i bought it after i saw how performance was and i was like okay i didn't read something too bad then i bought the game dude yeah. i'm not pre-ordering anymore fuck that noise for what for like an extra skin or for a stupid ass fucking thing dude pre-order bonuses are not even any good anymore yeah they're not they're not i mean what the hell are you going to do with so the golden gun what's going to have to happen now is that guys like playstation and xbox are going to have to go the extra length to make sure refunds are more easy to get to convince people to get pre-orders because after this people people are going to want to have that assurance that if this game is shit and not what's promised i want my money back no matter what one click and that's it it shouldn't be more than that 
I mean, of course, people are going to be misusing that left, right, and center as well. But you know, I mean, I still get that excitement of a game I want, and I'll pre-order it. I think I'm the majority as uh, globally. The way pre-orders happen, people, people, people love pre-ordering games, no, and that's why absolutely the shows it see the thing is that it's like I'm also one of those guys. You know, I mean, I love the idea of pre-ordering something, and I would like go ahead and do that. I mean, I did that with my Xbox Series X also, which is like a tale we mentioned before on this podcast multiple times. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, even I do that for things that I like and probably trust and like have my fingers crossed that it turns out well and stuff like that i mean you cannot really fight the hype train man but pre-order or what is it. the point like not to sound like a bummer but unless there's a good pre-order bonus what is the point of pre-ordering a game i don't see the there's no logic behind digital? it like ins- no not digital i'm talking a physical one i'm not talking about console i'm talking about a game right Dude, there's no game that sells out physical. Not a single game that Dude, I've got. Avengers. Of when I wanted to buy the Avengers uh, physical edition on the like on my PlayStation in India, in India, and, I mean we're talking about India, right? So I mean, like when, on the games shop. So I wanted to pre-order it one night before its launch, and that's it. It sold out completely. So I just picked it up on the <laughs> launch day. Later. Oh, fucking I, dude! That was a sign from God telling you don't buy the game. I know. I should. I should have heard, man. <laughs> you should have heard him harder. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Dude. Apparently, that game sold really well in India, even after all the the reviews and the backlash. It still sold really well because Avengers. Yeah, dude. That that thing carries a lot of. Sure Cyberpunk will also sell well in India. Dude, it sold really well. And India, India doesn't have a uh, facility for refunds if you bought offline. So, yeah, live with a mistake. Unless you email that that CD project email address. That that's I don't know how far they're gonna go out to help you out with that, and how much your local games retail shop would listen to that. But yeah. No, I think the distributor itself, Express, they haven't said anything that they are offering refunds. So no, so no retailer will unless the distributor is, is saying that they'll do it. So I guess, so they have given the option of mailing, uh, there's an email ID that you can set, uh, mail on for refunds, but it's a long shot. Well, but speaking of buying tried and tested games, there's a massive sale going on right now at Epic Game Store for the year end. So did you guys spot anything that you wanted to pick up? Yes. <laughs> That's it? Yes? <laughs> so I'm, I've, I've got my eye on Godfall, dude. I've always huh. wanted to buy that game. But Didn't that game get like trash or something? Yeah, yeah. But that's my complete kind of game. Dude, no manjad, no tori. Uh, tori, no story. <laughs> no talking. <laughs> no Just go and kill shit. That's my scene, bro. And okay. it's, at, it's But it's still being sold at around 2500 minus 15%. Yeah, so it's just a 15% uh, discount. So that's it's still too much. Like, I'll, I'll, and you can use a coupon also, no? Yeah, I know. But even then, dude, it's like 1800 I still don't think it's worth that much because there's nothing much to do in the game once you finish the campaign. But it's like, I bought Immortals Phoenix Rising. Oh, Sorry? you picked it up on PC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. 1250 it is. Very nice, dude. That's going to be a... F- dude, but that's 33% off already. That's like a fucking crazy scale. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so sad. The game probably hasn't game sold, tanked, man. really? No, it has. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure it's tanked, like, sales-wise. It was... I remember reading somewhere. It's not even in, like, the top 10 charts in the UK and in the US after just, like, a month in release. You know, and normally UB games are always there in the top 10. It's not in the top 10, dude. Or top five or something like that. So this is like the other side of what happens when there's no hype for a game. <laughs> yeah. 
and for a game that actually works <laughs> that's actually a good game dude there is a sale on valhalla also so if if you guys are looking forward to it dude i would like watch the game dude i'm going to be buying it on console man i don't know why i'm buying stuff on pc and even like current gen it's 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 nice 30 fps on your xbox it'll be nice okay might be worth picking up but yeah i'm going to look for some good deals on this as well i think you next one because um, epic is giving away a free game for 15 days now every day yeah so, i picked up city skyline today yeah and i mean the, there was some rumored list going around which obviously was fake because that list was too good to be true yeah. but they are definitely expecting some decent games cuz they've given away even a game like gta 5 in the past so they've done like good games before Yeah and it's like crazy you know we remember how hype we used to get about steam sales and shit back in the day so <laughs> steam sales used to like put games at a few hundred bucks and all that it was really really awesome but now these guys started giving away games for free and in fact i got an alert from steam that a game that's on my wish list which is resident evil 2 went on sale and i saw the sale price is 1999 wow. i'm like holy shit how oh, is that a discount Yeah, and Resident Evil Two—that's like what three, four years old. How old is it now? Three years, I think. Yeah, at least. And By the way, the second day, second day free game is Oddworld New and Tasty. Yuck! <laughs> I oh, hate every Oddworld game. By the way, you, do you guys know Ubisoft also is doing something like this? <laughs> <laughs> and dude, they're giving away like free in-game items, like a free jacket. or a free skin or something free for hyperscape yeah they giving for hyperscape for a game that's dead like that's the height of fucking shamelessness dude damn dude that's like it's really sad like i'm like why are you even doing this bro it's like literally like some do the comments in i think where i saw this story in the comments was like this <laughs> is like getting socks for christmas thanks <laughs> <laughs> like like who the fuck is going to like fucking epics giving away like free game then ubi's like yeah okay i'll give you something free here free in game jacket yeah ubi needs to be a little smart about this and in fact like a lot of these games uh these free games uh free multiplayer games in fact are doing some pretty interesting tie ups like on my uh, xbox game pass today i was just checking that out and uh, the ninja turtles bundle for smite is being given away for free to game pass subscribers which is kind of interesting now see smite is a game i would normally never never play but because i have always been interested in the ninja turtles franchise i might just check it out you know because i got this thing free with it and let's see how cool they make it in that because we haven't had a really good turtles game in a very very long time but you know yeah. shit like that ubisoft why. needs to do some tie ups man to tmnt you'd make an awesome co-op game man it would do it Dude, even a, remember the PS4 version? Well, that was the last one that came out, right? That was the one. Uh, yeah, that was the last. Yeah, that wasn't great. There was one by by Ubisoft that I think that was there on the PS3. That was a really good game. I forget the name. A Ubisoft TMNT game. Really? That was the last. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, dude, uh, I don't think I played anything good after the <laughs> NES days and all. Wasn't like a like a triple A sort of game. It was. It was fun. It was a fun game. Okay, was it a remake of an old arcade game? No, it it, it, it wasn't. Any, no, it was a separate game entirely, and I don't think it was a tie-in with the film either. It was just a, a standalone uh, TMNT game by Ubisoft. I'll <laughs> Google that up. Yeah, I guess that would be a better way to go because even the current cartoons are like quite shit. Though I like the movies. The movies weren't too bad. 
in fact i think the new the, late, the most recent game that you're talking about was based on the, on, on the nickelodeon series. yeah it is it is which is why it kind of sucked you know because it had to have those lines from the series and shit like that quotes from the series the total designs are also like very different from what i know them as you know from my childhood days and shit how the tmnt game i'm talking about is actually is just is called just tmnt and it was by ubisoft uh developed by ubisoft montreal it was like i remember enjoying the game it was a very short like 5 hour game or so single player it was a tmnt game should be sorry i think that game had easy achievements no Yeah yeah I did yeah, it did I remember that's why everyone played yeah. it dude <laughs> What is what's going on why don't I remember this game I remember all kinds of TMNT games You know what's the best thing I played with TMNT in video games Injustice 2 That had TMNT skins in it and those guys like fight really really well in the game man I really enjoyed that But none of you guys play that <laughs> Now I know what Bali feels like when he talks about Call of Duty here Yeah exactly is this the silence <laughs> So I mean like what about steam sales and everything are they any good these days does anyone even look at that anymore what's the scene with that I'm on steam right now as we speak and there are no sales as of now uh-huh. you know what's weird though is cyberpunk is still not in the top sellers dude that I find very weird about that in steam huh normally like any semi popular game also comes in the top sellers you know like you have like counter strike fucking the new the the new update in there uh, you have like you know mountain blade to banner lord you is the number one selling game on steam well, it's not there in top sellers though in top sellers number one dude oh for me it's showing a, a cs dude maybe it won't show oh it's not showing me cs a cs is second in in uh, what i'm looking at weird so is there any my virtual girlfriend and one of those shady games that steam has in the top 10 oh, list sure. so there's a game no. called spooky starlets movie monsters with like animated and all day like <laughs> top sellers steam is chum- no this popular upcoming yeah steam's like full chamdi man i mean vr is like <laughs> <laughs> doing well on steam F- fata fix dick dine and dash am i playing what the hell <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's just like two chicks getting it on with each other like what is even happening bro children do not go on steam <laughs> i know Save your kids from steam dude <laughs> just it's like crazy about a hentai shit here now dude well man, i mean like i don't know what's going on over there and what's the qc system out there i i, I don't think there is any anymore are all of these vr games by any chance because i think steam might be going out of its way to promote vr Um I don't know though this is a erotic deck building pawn studio simulator there you go yeah. do I think it's I think this might be like curating it for you because yeah. I'm not seeing any of this shit what have you been playing fucking destiny dude right oh by the way did you guys see uh, the back in blood video the back for back for blood back for blood video no i, no, I, I actually didn't see it the game awards one i'm not seeing anything after that dude it's it's pretty cool man like if you guys like left for dead um you should check this out cuz it's from the same guys also total rock and it definitely looks like something that could be a lot of fun like it looks pretty rough right now from what i've seen um but i saw a couple of so there's a closed alpha going on right now and i've seen a lot of streamers play this game and it looks kind of cool man 
it looks like but is it, is it as simple as left for it or are they adding all the so, new age so um stuff? so some of the things i noticed they've added are pickups which can change you know so like let's say if you find an ak then you could pick up like a, a hollow sight or a or or an or, or a different kind of sight or a silence or, or a silencer or extended mag or something like that which is which is a cool touch and uh, some they also have something called a card system so card system basically allows you to make your own builds in the game so you could have a card that allows you to basically uh, load in with more ammo or or you may get ammo back on kill or something like that you know so you could be a little more tanky than a guy who's chosen to be a healer for example so you could maybe uh, get into these different roles with these cards i mean i haven't played the alpha so i'm not sure how what are the zombies like though so the zombies are this time they're not called zombies they're called the fuck they they call them some stupid shit it really gets my goat dude what like, are zombies they I call some dumbass <laughs> thing uh are they fast are they slow are they what yeah, yeah they're fast so, dude yeah, it's, if you see the zombies they look exactly like left for dead like like there's a screamer <laughs> there's a boomer there's a, a big guy like a tank there are all these archetypes like left for dead and then there are the grunts and the game even has something called the director which is what made left for dead so unique where no encounter will play the same hmm because every nice. time you go in the 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 director spawns ai differently and when enemy spawns differently it changes like the dynamics of the whole situation right interesting it's 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 pretty that's my thing though in 2021 sorry the enemies are called the reddit stupid shit dude but in this day and age does a game like this have any sort of Uh, dude appeal. i would fuck with this so hard bro i would just play dude, you would. i'm just saying that will this game kind of get a sustainable player base i think it will i dude in fact uh, these kind of hardcore co-op games have crazy audiences you look at killing floor it's got a rabid fucking audience killing floor uh, then there's uh, the vermintide game which is the warhammer game and people till date are playing left for dead you can yeah, still find games. you can still find games easily for left for dead dude so it's definitely going to sell dude because a it's got the left for dead pedigree from total rock studios are developing it that's number one and two people cannot get enough of even semi decent zombie fucking shooters bro and this one that has replayability and maybe it'll come out with mod support and ugc i think it's going to do really well dude Does it have like ample character selection, or are you limited to the four? Uh, so four there games? are eight characters apparently you can choose from. Uh, the alpha only has four, and uh, like back with uh, this thing, I think they're going to come out with a set amount of maps, and then they'll come out with newer maps as the game kind of progresses. I mean, it has potential for sure. Definitely, dude, and it's got a market also, like. Like I know so many people who would buy this game. Unfortunately, this game is very expensive in India. Like if you look at the Steam listing, it's around three thousand rupees for the base version, which is kind of steep. Holy shit! Yeah, for a franchise that's not really has been established yet of sorts. Mm. I mean, because see, Left 4 Dead had that Valve polish on it, also. You know, like I don't know. This is Warner Brothers, um, so I don't know. It could work. But yeah, the price is gonna turn a lot of people off, dude. It's too expensive. Yeah, and Left 4 Dead was like really cheap on Steam, which is what got a lot of people on it. Games, I mean, even when it came out back then, it was—I don't know, like it was part of the Orange Box, right? Well, Left 4 Dead was always standalone. Yeah, not Orange Box. Did the first Left 4 Dead come on the Orange Box? I don't think so. 
so there was, I remember it being I remember it being sold as a separate box in India. Yeah, yeah. But was it also parceled with the orange box? Because no. I remember orange the orange box Team had Fortress Team Fortress was in that. Team yeah, Fortress not, bottle, not left bottle. and Half Life episode something. Oh, dude, that brings back some memories, man. Fucking TF2 and all, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good, dude. Dude, TF2 yeah. needs to come back, man. Like, is this it's still there? It's still around, Yeah, right? it's still around. But they need to do like a new Team Fortress game, like TF3 or something like that. Like, see, see, Valve just fucking hates the number, letter 3, the number 3, dude. Like, what's up with that? Even Portal, they came out with two games. Left 4 Dead, two games. <laughs> Team Fortress 2 give fucking Half-Life 2 give the troll shit, dude. <laughs> and then you have Call of Duty that's like on his 50th fucking game or something, dude. They might as well just skip it and come up with a 4, you know? I mean, like, it's okay, we'll understand. By the way, I don't know if you guys know, but the new season out for Call of Duty, huh? Right, nice. what does it have? We have a war zone, right? Uh, so, it's... Uh, it's weird though. So I tried it out yesterday. It's basically trying to integrate everything into one now, which means now I bought the season pass for Black Ops, right? So now I can level up my Black Ops season pass by playing Warzone, which also has my Black Ops weapons. Okay. Um, and there's a new nice. map. There's a new war. There's a new Warzone. There's a new battle royale map called Rebirth, which is which is something you guys will really enjoy, dude. It's a fucking shorter, faster paced BR game. And it's right. so you should definitely try that rebirth, and uh, yeah, then it's the usual stuff like Black Ops has got two, I think two or three new maps. I think two new maps, a bunch of new weapons, and some new camos and skins to kind of grind out. If that's your thing. So if you die, do you have to go into the gulag again? <laughs> yeah, but a different kind of gulag now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty intense gulag than before. In fact, okay. in fact, uh, I was thinking of getting back into some war zone with this new thing. So if you guys are getting it, then we should play, dude. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> dude, forget Fortnite. Now play some. Now play war zone, dude. Dude, Fortnite has so much money of mine, man. My kid has like now gotten this uh, monthly subscription for that damn thing, and I'm actually paying around eleven hundred bucks per month for that piece of shit, dude. I mean, I love Fortnite and all, but damn it, it's not like it should not be more expensive than Game Pass. What the hell, dude? You're paying way too much for that kachra, no? I'm paying way too much for that kachra, and honestly, the skins it gives are like so shitty, dude. I mean, in that uh, like what uh, they give you in a subscription, as in like. When I subscribed to it, I got some girl with some stars on her and some unicorn, uh, like kind of a, you know, melee weapon and all. And then the next day when I booted up and all, they're like offering Stormtrooper and Master Chief and all these other things at a paid price, man. Like, what the hell, dude? That's not included in your subscription. It's not. None of that is included in my subscription. Yeah, dude. But yeah, so Fortnite pretty much has my money. So that's what I'm going to do a full Vasuli on. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah. Sam is, I'm assuming, I know he's only playing Cyberpunk, so I'm not going to ask him what he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? I was actually playing Outer Worlds also, like I was saying till last time and all, and yeah, Bali, you were right. I mean, you know what? It gets very, very repetitive, and even the damn like uh, creatures on every planet are almost the same, man. Yeah. 
Yep. What, what the hell is up with that? Why is there like all these multiple plans of solar system with the same life <laughs> forms yeah, in it and shit like, like that? Like oh. I, said, I think the first ten hours or so uh, were like really nice. I was like, ha ha, cool, 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 nice, nice, and all. Then I was like, I've seen it all, dude. Fuck this. Exactly. Man. The only thing that changes in the game is the sky. I mean, you have the same enemies, same everything all through all. What the fuck, dude? Like it got really, really boring. And plus, there is no standout character as such. You know, I mean, they are like these subtle like funniness about each character but there's nothing that's brilliant or stand out like oh yeah i want to play just because i want to interact more with this person and all that fuck that man right no, it just got really really boring so uninstalled that shit and anything else no man i mean like that's it now so not tomorrow i'm gonna do a, like a full cleanup of my windows and all on my pc so you know it's gonna be like stuck in that but yeah let's let's see next week i should probably start gaming properly again what about you dude i just told you call of duty destiny and division 2 i'm playing i'm grinding out three battle this passes. is like this is like what you were playing one year ago <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm grinding out three battle passes at one time dude it's, it's a challenge i've taken i'm like fucking gonna max them out in two months wait what you so what happened to your other game that you were playing division 2 yeah, I do Division 2. I have maxed out my Battle Pass multiple times in that game. And this is a new season. So, I'm grinding that out now. Holy shit, dude. So, I mean, you're still playing that raid-like level system? No, no, no. I'm Now, I'm playing like the normal season, which is cool in its way. So, okay. in like Destiny, I'm like level 41 of my season pass. COD just started. So, I'm level 2. And Division, I'm like level 3 or 4. So, I got like a long way to go. Dude, but you know what? If weirdly... I'm telling you, I have Cyberpunk sitting right there and I would rather grind these games out more because like, <laughs> Yeah, man. I think we've already like done too much of that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's about it for this time's podcast. Guys, next time's podcast is going to be our last podcast for 2020, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We, sh- we should really talk about our game of the year. We're definitely going to do that. Definitely going to do that. And if there's anything else you guys want us to discuss also, last fucking podcast of 2020, let us know, dude. We'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. <laughs> he said I bye-bye. made you say bye-bye as well. So, yeah, I was yeah. like, bye-bye. Dude. Fuck. <laughs>